You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast number 93. Hi, Thomas Miller, leaving Colorado, heading for Sedona. Yeah, we have 24 now that are part of our trip that we'll all be gathering on April 20th. So I'm recording this two weeks out, and there's just a lot of excitement, not only myself, but... Uh, but everybody that's involved in the trip, in fact, I'm so excited about it that I'm packing the Jeep now. In fact, I took a break from packing to record this podcast. <laughs> and I'm going to set out with uh, the backpack and the fly rods and take off and just uh, do a big loop, a big lazy circle in the sky or on the ground headed to Sedona. And that's uh, I've had some emails from you asking, what's up? What are you doing? Well, I've, I'll tell you what, it's uh, it's interesting to be in a space of taking some time away and just letting that be okay. And there's been a lot of releasing around this. My brother did this a couple of years ago, and I remember him telling me how difficult it was to let go of the daily grind. I mean, checking the emails, answering the text messages, all of that stuff. And I had been told in a couple of different readings that I really needed to take like up to a couple of three months away. And I'll tell you, it is hard to break away from all of that. So what I'm doing now is packing up, and there's a little window of schedule here that is working out quite well. And one of the things that I committed that I was going to do while I was in Colorado was to do what I'm doing now, get a backpack and go. So I'm going to do that. I've been fishing a lot, put the skis away because uh, the universe was screaming at me that ski season was over. I had a great ski season, almost 50 days of skiing, but I've seen and have heard of injury and even death. A very well-known ski instructor here in Aspen died at Park City just last weekend, and it's kind of shaken the whole town up. So I just, the universe has made it clear that I've had a great ski season. It's time to set the sights on Sedona. It's time to increase my meditation every day, set distractions aside, and really get in the space of delivering this trip for these 24 people. So that's kind of what I've been up to. I also have just held off on this podcast. So a couple of things. If you're new to Subconscious Mind Mastery, podcasts, skip over this one. You can come back to it later, but you just won't get the context. It's It would be inappropriate, really. So go down to number one if you're completely new or if you've been listening through the list. Just hop over this one. And the other thing that I would like to request, if I could impose on your time and opinion just a bit, is I would request that if you listen to this podcast, that you agree in advance to send me an email with some of your thoughts. Deal? In fact, let's just put that into the form of an agreement that by listening to this podcast, continuing on from here, you'll agree to help me out with an email. So that's going to take a few minutes of your time. If it's something that you would rather not do or might forget to do, then let's just leave it in the context of pass on this podcast as well. If you are one of the 24 who are going to Sedona, <laughs> then you get a bogey, okay? We can talk about it at Sedona. You don't have to send me an email. We can talk about it. But I do want you to be intentional to say, hey, Thomas, I listened to number 93 and I want to talk to you. Okay, so I'm going to just give those of you who don't want to respond an opportunity to click. Done. Okay, if you're still here, you're in. 
Thank you. I'll expect my email box to be blown up then by those of you who are still with us. And that would be thomas at subconsciousmindmastery.com. So here's the deal. Here's what I want to ask of you. I want to ask your opinion on some things, specifically in this area of the topic of this podcast. One of the reasons that I'm doing what I'm doing is that I'm really perceiving a shift in the course of my life. Obviously, geographically, I have fallen in love with Colorado. You know, for years, I have wallowed in the mire of Texas and Oklahoma weather. And God had me born in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but did not give me a physiology to deal with humidity, nor did he give me a soul to deal with flat. So <laughs> for those of you in Texas, it's all good. But I have just really, man, my heart, my soul, my body, my being has come alive up here in Colorado. So this is a place that I want to call home. In fact, you can sprinkle my ashes below one of the tailwater dams and let the trout have the last goodbye. And then, dang it, I want you to go fishing. <laughs> or you just sprinkled my stuff. I want you to go fishing right there in that run. You know, but seriously. <laughs> oh, Lord. Seriously, you'll probably catch one. <laughs> Get a guide. Um <laughs> Now, you know, seriously, when we did our memorial for my Aunt Patty and Uncle Harold, we went to places they loved, and we dropped them off in several places. We went to quite a few. And that was intentionally chosen to memorialize them for what they loved. And I'll tell you, I have just, I mean, that is so in my heart. I have come to really love this place. So the shift has been, as I mentioned in a couple of previous, or at least one previous podcast, that a door closed, and that was the door of the day-to-day uh, -day vocation that I was doing in Dallas. At the same time, almost parallel, almost simultaneously, I was doing a coaching course with Fred Dodson, who said, man, you need to speak. You need to do videos. You need to, uh, you need to do speeches. You need to do workshops. You need to get out in front of people. I mean, obviously, Fred knows about this podcast, but it's like, take it up a notch. Take it up 10 notches. Take it up 100 notches. You all know how much I respect Fred and the working relationship that we've had. And when he said, I am so clear now that that's what you need to be doing. Well, that was something that I obviously had to take a look at. And then this guidance that I've had really been sitting on for a couple of years that said, you need to just go. You need to go to the Western U.S. You need to get out in nature and you need to just take some time off. So that's for me what has been this refreshment, this sabbatical, if you will, of going up on the ski mountain, not feeling guilty about it, just looking around, sometimes literally getting a tear in my eye and just going, wow, or standing in the trout stream and just experiencing the majesty of being outdoors. So from this and from a lot of meditating and a lot of journaling, from this is going to come a directional shift in my life. So the other thing that I started doing, really just as Mike Dooley says, throwing pitches to the universe, that concept of being in action, like you're not going to find, you know, things aren't going to slide down your chimney, right? They're not going to come up and kick you upside the head. You find your direction and the universe guides and leads and provides through our action. So one of the actions that I took during the time that I was here is I finished and completed and published 
the book that I had kind of been sitting on for a while called Fear Busters. I did it for several reasons. I had several intentions. One is I wanted to go through the entire process of writing, completing, taking it to print, getting the Kindle book up, getting the audio book. Of course, that part I have down. And then going out to Facebook and doing some Facebook advertising to see if people would would buy, if there was an interest. So the real intention was my own learning uh, to go through the process. And I figured if I got the process, then I could apply that for future books. I could replicate it. I mean, this is what Fred talks about in his uh, book, Intuition Training. You know, he started doing this some 20 years ago, I guess. And interestingly, I presume that I'm in good company because Fred talked about writing his books, his initial books. And, of course, back then, the Internet probably may not have even existed as much more than a dial-up modem. Certainly, you couldn't, in 30 minutes, put an ad on Facebook and have thousands of people looking at your stuff. But Fred said that his initial books didn't sell. They were flat, bombed. I mean, like, you know, 20 copies or something. So, I'm in good company. (laughs) Because... I'm telling you, those who are in agreement to send me an email, that Fearbusters bombed. It bombed with this audience and it bombed with Facebook ads. Where it didn't bomb at all is that it taught me the process of writing the book and marketing the book and what to do. So book number two, of course, will take half the time. And then book number three will probably take half the time of that. And again, my commitment to myself is that I want to publish five books. Why? Because if I'm going to put myself out there as a speaker as well, having a book table with five books on it is not a bad thing. In fact, you really have to have a book. They tell me that, you know, to be a speaker, you have to have several things. You have to have a website, a video, and a book. So this is all part of the learning process for me to get educated, to get better, and to perfect a new craft. So that's where I'm asking for your help. Okay, so when you think about the subject of fear, statistical polls say that about 70% of the population is afraid of public speaking. That's more than the fear of death. And there are all kinds of statistics on various phobias. So I know that the topic of that book was something that is relevant to a broad scope of the population, right? Would you agree? Yet, very few bought it. But we know the size and scope of this general self-help industry. I mean, Hay House and Mind Valley and Sounds True and, geez, the downloads from this podcast prove that it's a big industry. I mean, people are interested in improving themselves one way or another. And at the same time, I get on Facebook about mm, twice a month. <laughs> not that rarely, but I'm not a big – I'm not on Facebook all the time. I got other things to do. <laughs> You know, when there are trout sitting there in the springtime hatch, I really don't care what somebody had for dinner or to drink last night. And honestly, probably you don't care about a fish picture either. (laughs) So there, right? But recently, I've noticed when I go on Facebook, there are a myriad of ads now. You know, if you've been on Facebook for what, more than about three years, you remember the days before the public company and now the days after the public company. I mean, Facebook now is about generating revenue and they have to generate more and more every single quarter or their stock price goes down. 
So I don't know about you. I think the Facebook ads are based on what you like and kind of the friend circle and what they like and the whole there's a formula to all of that. But what I get inundated with, obviously, are things, well, ads uh, from people who are going to either make me $7 million in the next 12 months or they're going to completely change my life for the better. And my goodness, you know, do we need one more webinar in the world? That seems to be the favorite method of delivery now is to pin you down to a webinar time and then threaten not to record it, but then record it. Oh, after all, we do have a replay and take about an hour and a half of your time and then try to sell you some overpriced product. So I'm not digging that. I, I really always liked Kelly Howell's model. She did a podcast called Theater of the Mind. It's been out of production for several years now, like three or four but the old episodes are still really good. I've been listening to some of them in my hiatus period here. And Theater of the Mind was brought to you by BrainSync, which is where she has a store for her downloadable and CD audio meditations. That makes a lot of sense to me. It's just there. And then do a podcast or do some other, do YouTube videos, but do something to support it. But there aren't any webinars and there's not any big thing for sale and it's not like the door is going to close on Tuesday and you'll never be able to get this again. I mean, I know what they're trying to do in creating scarcity and getting people to move and get off the shtick and everything like that. But it's like, you know, what store? McDonald's. That's like McDonald's, you know, going to McDonald's and saying, well, quarter pounders will only be here until Thursday and then they're gone forever. I just don't understand that as a business model. But the point is, we are inundated by this stuff, aren't we? So I can almost understand, you know, you okay, so here comes across your screen a book about fear. I mean, look, it's something that you might get something out of. It might give you a tip or two of something that you can do, whether you implement it or not. You know, that may or may not happen. But you're also sitting there looking at 40 other things that could change your life. Michael Hyatt calls it creating a platform in a crowded world. And perhaps some of my answer to myself here is within what Fred said in Intuition Training, and that is you just keep after it. You keep pitching to the universe. You keep writing the books, and then eventually things start to open up. But here's what I'd like for you to email me. And this is why I didn't want to include first-time listeners and people who are, you know, who didn't want to take the time to send an email being passive. I want those of you who are active and also those of you who have been with this for a while so you kind of know something about me and my background and what's going on and my heart, my passions, and my abilities. What I'd like to ask is what is so important to you that you would basically stop everything you were doing right now and acquire and watch or listen or read a product that would make a substantial difference in your life? What need do you have? What longing or desire do you have? What passion do you have? What is there in your life that you look out on the landscape, you go on Amazon, and you can't find what you're looking for? So if somebody created it and dropped it in front of you, you'd be like one of those trout in front of one of those flies. Boom, you'd grab it because you are that interested and that hungry for it. I think you I hope you get I think and I hope you get the spirit of what and why I'm asking here. This is nothing more than going out, uh, you know, how they advise go out to your customers and ask your customers what they want or what's their greatest need and then simply deliver it. I listened to a podcast while I was driving some time ago, and the guy uh, being interviewed was somebody who built a seven figure business on that. 
he would go to realtors, for example, and he would survey a group of realtors and say, what is your biggest pain point? And he'd just take notes, listen to what they said. And after he had asked enough of them and got the same common recurring theme answer, then he would build a software product to meet that need. Well, so I'm asking you from the self-help from this area of the material that I've communicated in this podcast or, again, even in general of so many voices, so much material, but what's missing or what would make a significant difference for you? Would you simply share that with me? Thomas at subconsciousmindmastery.com. This is like going out to the realtors and asking different realtors, what's your what's your greatest pain point? I'm just going to you, the listeners and the family in this podcast and saying, tell me what would make a difference in your life. And my suspicion is that hopefully over hundreds of emails, I'm going to see patterns. And that will greatly help me shape the future of some of the material that I focus on and the direction that I go. So this is your chance to kind of invest back in me. This is a chance for you to have a little voice, crafting, input, shaping of the direction of my life, my future. And I would really appreciate that. So think about your whole world. Is it your kids? Is it your family? Is it you? Is it money? Is it health, relationship? What is it? And also with that, what delivery means do you prefer? Obviously, you like a free podcast. This has been going for three years now, and the monthly download numbers really astound me. I had no idea three years ago that it would look like this. So you are in good company. There are a lot of other folks listening to this, but it would also be helpful to tell me, would you rather hear or go to a workshop or would you rather have the workshop delivered to you online? Webinars. No, for goodness sakes, don't send me another webinar. But do you prefer webinars? Maybe I'm completely missing the boat on that. Maybe you say, you know, I like to pour up a glass of wine and seven o'clock, eight o'clock, take an hour, hour and a half. I like to hear what they have to say. Maybe that's why those things have become so popular lately. Do you prefer online courses, books, videos on YouTube? And what is a reasonable price point? I mean, I see these things come down the line. There was one, Hay House just did one for Mike Dooley. I think it was $700. I'm like, really? I mean, Kelly's meditation audios are are 10 bucks to download. You know, that's three trips to Starbucks. But in today's economy, I mean, you know, asking people to spend three or $400. So tell me about price points. That would be valuable too. I'll tell you how I've approached it. Maybe you could just say, hey, dittos, I agree with your approach is when I was in the RV, I told you, I mean, that was kind of the bottom of my life and I didn't have two nickels to rub together and I found 300 and something dollars to buy the science of getting rich. And it must have worked because you know, now, now I'm taking time off. But, you know, could that program have, have easily been $49 and made it available to a broader audience? My thought would be to create materials and price them in a way that you know, folks that are in a position like I was could afford them more easily. I mean, really, $350, $700,000 for something that is really going to radically change somebody's life. Who should, you know, material should be, if it's that good of material, it should be in the hands of people and available to as many people as can get it. Now, you know, we've got to make a living. All of us do. But I, I don't know. I just don't see those real expensive products as being viable, Not at least not where I'm coming from. Some people have ongoing programs where they make themselves available. It's like, you know, I mean, they're selling their time. I think there's definitely that's a different realm. But tell me what works for you. 
again, maybe that's a missing piece. Maybe these things are too canned and we need more personal involvement. Marianne Williamson teaches her uh, Course of Miracles class from Los Angeles every Monday night. I think she's shifting it to Wednesday soon, but it's, it's a weekly deal and it's free and it's streamed online. Now, thanks to Oprah, she has income from other sources that can support that. Okay, I think you get the gist here. So hit me up, Thomas at SubconsciousMindMastery.com, and I really do appreciate you staying with me for 20 minutes here and the 5 or 10 minutes that you're going to take to write me an email and share your opinion, share your thoughts, and invest in my future. I really appreciate it. Because I'm going to the woods, I'm not sure if I'll be able to get a podcast out between now and Sedona, but you will definitely get one from Sedona from the group. And that's a podcast I've been looking forward to doing since I put this thing together the week between Christmas and New Year's. So that will at least be number 94 or 95. Thank you for listening to this one. Thank you for your help. I really sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate it. And enjoy the journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.